Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. It's been a busy 72 hours for Chicago police and first responders. At least four people are dead, 10 others injured in shootings all across the city. Chicago, Illinois. It's just one of the United Nations' many subverted blue cities feeling the self-inflicted pain of kowtowing to Agenda 2030. The UN Agenda would have you believe that immigrants bring significant benefits in the form of skills strengthening the labor force, investment, and and cultural diversity. The commitment by member states to the global compact for safe, orderly, and regular migration crystallized three core truths. First, that migration is a fact of life, a defining feature of humanity and our world, and above all, with a positive phenomenon enriching societies and economies. NBC reported, according to a city spokesperson, 10,019 migrants have arrived in Chicago over the past nine months, half of those by bus, with 4,151 migrants currently residing in temporary city shelters. So it's no big surprise that the residents aren't happy. Let them talk so they have a voice. A call for order during a heated meeting at Woodlawn's Apostolic Church of God. The focus, this migrant shelter in the old Wadsworth Elementary School. I would ask you all to go out there, go out there at night, in the middle of the night, and see what goes on. What's going on, according to community members, is loitering, late night partying, littering, prostitution, and at least one fight between migrants and residents. They disrespect us, they rob us, they harass us. And their patience is wearing thin. They use us for the, to fill prisons and graveyards. For city leaders who came looking for a conversation over opening the doors of a shuttered South Shore high school to migrants. What's important is that we really establish that this is a humanitarian crisis and we're here. South Shore residents responded with resounding rejection. While this crisis may constitute an emergency for the city of Chicago, it does not constitute an emergency for the South Shore community. Incoming migrants have overwhelmed district police stations by the hundreds. It's my turn. It's my turn. Hello. But city leaders could barely eke out a word of the details about a proposed respite center at the former South Shore High School. When it comes to the total number of people at South Shore at any given point in time, it is fluid. We'd start with 250, 500. How could you do that without consulting us? In his infinite stupidity, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker responded to the exponential numbers of migrants flooding Illinois by signing off on HB 3751 a controversial bill allowing foreign nationals to become law enforcement officers, a move that critics blasted as madness. We can now expect thousands of similar tragedies like this one. A former Minneapolis police officer could face more than 15 years in prison for shooting and killing an unarmed yoga teacher. Mohammed Noor was found guilty yesterday of murdering Justine Damon. 
Nor was responding to Damon's 911 call nearly two years ago when he opened fire. Illinois Governor Pritzker has crossed the Rubicon. What message does this legislation send when it allows people who do not have legal status to become the officers of our laws? This is a potential crisis of confidence in law enforcement at a time when our officers need all the public confidence they can get. Pritzker is forcing Americans to reclaim their streets in what will explode into the civil war the left insists on fomenting. They got one more time to deal with it because otherwise next time they deal with it, they're going to deal with it from the streets. We're going to take over it. Nobody's going to be able to stop us from what we're going to do to them. John Bound reporting. Of course, folks, you can find and share that video at band.videoinfowars.com. Illinois governor signs off on total anarchy. That's the title of it, the latest from John Bowne. We'll do your daily dispatch. On the other side, Trump indictment, war in Ukraine, Pfizer hearings in Australia, all ahead. Don't go anywhere. It's Friday, August 4th, year of our Lord, 2023. And... You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. What a show we have for you today. Lots of videos to get to. You probably will not be seeing broadcast anywhere else. We're also going to be joined in the third hour by the QAnon shaman himself, Jacob Chansley. I'll try to make that the last time I refer to him as QAnon Shaman, as we'll discuss with him. Not a big fan of the uh, QAnon label, and I don't blame him. American Shaman is what he goes by now. But very excited to talk to him about his release from jail, his becoming an icon and a historical figure, and the various media appearances he's gone on where he has faced off against the most brain-dead, mockingbird media people and really force-fed them red pills, and it's been uh, totally fascinating. So very excited to talk to him in the third hour. Your phone calls throughout the show as well today, but let's just get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 4th of August, 2023. This is a very sad day for America. Trump's first statement after pleading not guilty. Yes, Trump was arraigned. And arrested yesterday, he's been released awaiting trial for the latest of his 78 criminal indictments. Yeah, I'm not even exaggerating. 78 is the total number now. We'll we'll go through the whole list here in just a second. After pleading not guilty to all four charges stemming from special counsel Jack Smith's January 6th investigation, President Trump took a moment to slam the deep state. This is from the article at Infowars.com. We'll show you the video now. Here is Trump's statement, clip number 18, saying it's a very sad day for America as he faces uh, these Donald charges. Trump is uh, out of his car and is about to speak much. at the it's airport. A very sad day for America. And it was also very sad driving through Washington, D.C. and seeing the filth and the decay and all of the broken buildings and walls and the graffiti. This is not the place that I left. It's a very sad thing to see it. Uh, When you look at what's happening, this is a persecution of a political opponent. This was never supposed to happen in America. This is the persecution of the person that's leading by very, very substantial numbers in the Republican primary and leading Biden by a lot. 
So if you can't beat them, you persecute them or you prosecute them. We can't let this happen in America. Thank you very you much. Want these, like, you want these trials to happen before the 2024 election? There you go. Trump figuratively and literally fighting the storm, making that announcement. Very sad day for America. And, of course, he points out that in the time since he's left office, Washington, D.C. has collapsed into just a mess of crime, vandalism, homelessness. As much of America has gone down the tubes as well. Again, we'll get into that a little bit later. Lots of statements about this, including ones from the Democrats who don't seem to be shy about the fact that this is a political prosecution. No, they're quite open about the fact that they're prosecuting him because they don't want him to run, because they know he'll win if he runs. Strange admission to make uh, if we lived in uh, any semblance of a free republic, but uh, the fact is we live in a banana republic, and I guess when you're that confident in your tyrannical ability to control the masses, you can just admit that what you're doing is purely political and completely baseless in legality. So good for them. Moving on, we have this story. Two U.S. sailors charged with helping China. Two Navy sailors in Southern California were arrested and accused of providing military secrets and sensitive information to Chinese intelligence officers, according to a pair of federal indictments unsealed on Thursday. Racist federal indictments, I'll have you know. How racist to, to think that just because they're sending secrets to China, it's because they're Chinese. It's horrible. Actually, uh, Jin Chao Wei, known as Patrick Wei, 22, was charged with spying for China under the Espionage Act. Mr. Wei serves aboard the Essex, an amphibious assault ship moored at Naval Base San Diego, which is the home of the Pacific. I don't know why I cracked myself up with that Chinese accent right there. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start just going full bore on the Chinese accents. That was the best name pronunciation you've had for any person for pretty ever. long, right? <laughs> Some of our guests don't get that treatment. I didn't know I could do that. That's, that was great. Uh, yeah. So the second sailor, Petty Officer Wing Tao Zhao, 26. That one wasn't as good, but we'll, we'll get there. Uh, also known as Thomas. I'll call him Thomas instead. Uh, he was charged with taking bribes in exchange for providing sensitive U.S. military information to Chinese intelligence officer posing as an economic researcher. Mr. Zhao worked at the naval base Ventura County uh, at the Navy, naval base Ventura County at Port Humname or something, which was home to several aircraft squadrons in the services naval construction battalions in the Pacific. Again, we'll get into this a little bit later as well. This is the direct consequence to, like, the reason I was making the joke about them being racist is because, in fact, there was a program designed to help uh, discover and eliminate Chinese spies, but it was, program itself was eliminated by the Biden administration last year, because it was racist. It was racist against the Chinese people that are trying to steal our secrets. So they got rid of it, and now we have two of them arrested. Pretty interesting stuff. Again, we'll get into that a little bit later. Here is a headline I didn't expect to see in mainstream media. And in fact, the way this has been posted on Twitter and, and elsewhere, uh, was pretty blatant, says that the chef... The Obama's personal chef's death is a cover-up. It's being covered up. Daily Mail has the story. Tafari Campbell's drowning death is deemed an accident, but Massachusetts police are still withholding basic information about Barack Obama's personal chef under the guise of a, quote, ongoing investigation. Interesting. You say it's an accident, but you're still investigating it. That doesn't make any sense, quite frankly. 
So what's going on here? Tafari Campbell's July 23rd drowning death near Obama's Martha Vineyard estate was ruled an accident, but police continue to withhold information. Authorities are rejecting requests for the identity of the sole witness and the 911 caller, citing an exemption that allows police to withhold information. The head of the region's First Amendment coalition told Daily Mail that the police are abusing the public records law. So whether or not there's anything suspicious here, they are withholding information, and this is a cover-up. What exactly they're covering up, we'll try to get to the bottom of. New Facebook files reveal links that the White House was willing to go to control the COVID narrative on social media. Jim Jordan has posted another edition of the Facebook files, the follow-up to the Twitter files, showing that every media platform was thoroughly infiltrated and controlled by the federal government for the purpose of censoring the American people in total violation of the First Amendment. White House officials pressed Facebook for special access to tools to target vaccine-hesitant users and berated Facebook employees for not sharing enough data, contradicting White House claims at the time. According to internal company communications viewed by Vox Business, the White House asked Facebook if they could provide government agencies with special access tools to target users. The idea came up in a conversation about how to convince people worried about side effects around the COVID vaccine to take it, how to get those people to take it. The White House officials discussed with Facebook employees about getting government agencies special access. On an April 5th call, a Facebook employee mentioned how if someone was worried about a nosebleed as a side effect of the vaccine in an ideal world, they would direct them to information addressing that concern. Flattery asked the Facebook team, are you able to provide resources? Uh, Essentially, they're saying, yeah, you know, if people get the vaccine and then have side effects and then are looking for information about that or want to talk about it, shouldn't we allow them to do that? To which the White House said, uh, no, no, you shouldn't. Because remember, acknowledging reality is not allowed if it contradicts the false narrative that they're pushing. If the lie that they're pushing contradicts people's personal observances and things that happen to them, uh, then the lie is actually the, the preferred message to get out. So, again, we'll, we'll get into this a little bit later, but just know they're not just violating your First Amendment and your freedom of speech through this. They are, in fact, messing with your very ability to be healthy and stay alive longer and know what's going into your body. Cannot imagine a more egregious violation of uh, your every right as a human being, but it's the United States government. And that hasn't stopped him before. Finally, we have this story. Diane Feinstein, 90 years old, cedes the power of her power of attorney to her daughter, but still serves in Congress. She's relinquished her power of attorney of attorney to her daughter, even as she continues to serve in Congress at the age of 90. So apparently she can't make decisions about her personal life or her health. That's all been given over to her daughter as she's senile and and, in capable of mentally handling it, but she's still a U.S. senator, so. Two of our best-selling nootropics, or brain boosters, are now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And for a limited time, they're 50% off when you get them together, or 40% off when you get them individually. Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra. Two separate formulas. They both give you good, clean energy without the crash. One is a four to six hour good base of clean energy, again with no hangover or letdown, and the other is a very special proprietary formula, that's Brain Force Ultra, that hits really, really quick, and I love it, it wears off in two to three hours. So if I've got to work at night, but don't want to stay up all night, I can take it at say nine o'clock at night, got to stay up till midnight working, doing a radio interview or something, and boom, or, or, or writing an article or writing a book, and then I get two, three hours of energy, and then you go right to bed after it. 
Brainforce Ultra, Brainforce Plus, both 50% off by themselves or 40% off individually. A lot of people love these products. They've got five-star reviews. But if you haven't tried them, you really should. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of bee pollen, a gigantic dose of highest-quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints, your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWarsStore.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products that empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsStore.com, 40% off, about to sell out. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. Wars.com is where you go to find this show and the War Room and the Alex Jones Show. Band.video videos where you go to find all the incredible videos made by our various reporters and content creators. All of it, of course, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com. Go there today. Take a look at Rebel Zen. It's our new line of high-quality, full-spectrum CBD products exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. It's Rebel Z-E-N. I was kind of confused at this at first when I first heard it. I hadn't read it. I was like, Rebels in, Rebels Zen, Rebels Sin. What, what is this? It's Rebel Zen, you know, like a Zen master. Like you need to be rebellious, but you also need to be centered and, you know, whole. You need your soul taken care of while you rebel against a despotic and, frankly, demonic system. So Rebels Zen will help you do that. We're proud to be launching the first of two pro, uh, New products in this brand new line at an introductory price of 33% off each. Rebels in full spectrum 3000 milligram tincture and the Rebels in full spectrum 1000 milligram pain relief salve. They can help support reduction in anxiety, pain relief, decrease in inflammation, and promotion of the healing process. So go now to InfoWarsStore.com to get Rebels in full spectrum organic CBD today and fight like a Zen master. And, of course, the top story continues to be the indictments of Donald Trump. And uh, End Wokeness on Twitter put, put together a nice little chart for everyone showing just some of his uh, indictments here. Trump now faces three indictments, 78 charges, and a total of 641 years in prison. All of the charges were brought by allies of the regime during an election season. He says, if this was happening overseas, we probably would have invaded by now. If this was happening overseas, then Donald Trump just would have been killed by the CIA. Uh, there would have been a much more obvious and overt overthrow of the American government. Trump wouldn't have been allowed to leave office after January 6th. He would have been paraded through the streets and sodomized with a bayonet like Muammar um, Gaddafi. That's what would have happened. They have to treat him a little bit easier 
in America. And this is something that I really think maybe we should harp on a little bit more, although it's hard to thread the needle because, gee, it sounds an awful lot like advocating for violence. But let me just go ahead and say it anyway. (laughs) People act like the American government can just do whatever the hell it wants. They act like the globalist or, you know, the powers that be just have no limitations to them whatsoever. You hear this a lot. Caller yesterday, right? Sort of mocking the idea that like we could stand up against this or that our actions have an effect on what goes on in the world. These people are not magicians. Life is not an illusion that they have source code to and can manipulate at will. They have to contend with reality. They have to contend with humanity. And the fact is that Americans are armed to the teeth and they have to take that into account. Like when they're doing their algorithm, when they're laying out their calculus to determine what they can do when like a primary thing in the center of that equation is oh by the way the american people have a history and a foundation that is rebellious and revolutionary and they have more guns than blades of grass so they have to take that into account you can look at covid and the fact that while america in a lot of places locked down to a pretty extreme level, we were not anywhere near what happened in Australia. We were not anywhere near what happened in the UK. And frankly, it would have been China levels in this country if it were not for the people who stood up against it and were willing to force the point. So like, you can't underestimate that. I guarantee you the people in charge don't take this for granted, that they can just do whatever they want. They have to do things in a certain way where they're trying always to push everything further, but not so far that it inspires an actual, actual violent backlash from the American people. So you, you got to take all of that into account as you think about what they're doing. So, like, they know they can't just obviously kill Trump, right? They can't just shoot Trump in the back of the head and call it a suicide like they do with unknown people. They know that the American people love Trump, that we're very suspicious of the people in power, and that, you know, and I can see where maybe people can make the argument that, like, see, Trump is like a figure of hope that they're keeping around to keep people, you know, tamped down, which, you know, there's some legitimacy to that. In other words, if they were to get rid of Trump, like, maybe there would be a massive upright. Maybe we would oust the current government somehow. And then by keeping Trump around, it keeps like hope alive for us. So we're like, okay, let's just be peaceful and vote Trump in and see if we can get this stuff fixed in the legitimate way. I can understand that argument, but just know that if this was a third world country, if this was some sort of you know overseas area where this was taking place, yeah, the CIA would have just uh, killed the guy by now. But they can't do that because of the implied threat of the american people that we always hold over our government because of the first and second amendments so we have to preserve those amendments we have to make it clear that we don't want violence is the last thing that we want and really if violence were to break out talked about this before it would spiral into a world war pretty quickly with the un and various countries seeing it as a chance to leap on america and tear us apart from the outside as they're already tearing us apart from the inside so we don't want violence violence is the last thing we possibly want but it is still an option they have not eliminated that option from possibility yet so they have to take that into account as they make their moves so they're doing it in a way that they're really not they're really trying not to uh 
brush up against that big red button of the American people actually using our uh, first and second uh, amendments to have our way. So just wanted to put that out there. Just wanted to throw that out there for you. Yeah, it could, it, absolutely. It could spark a civil war. I mean, that's the thing. These people have to, like, they can't just go. They know that the American people aren't as beaten down and as cowardly as they would like you to believe. They know that like there's literally maybe a hundred million, tens of millions of American people. I've said this before. Like we get up here, we might see seem extreme to some people, but like you go talk to just a regular dude at a gas station. I can't tell you how many conversations I've been in where people are just like, I'm just waiting for the, I'm locked and loaded, man. I got a, I got 19 guns in the back of my car ready to go. Like people are ready, man. And, uh, people in power know that. And that is terrifying to them because they're human beings that have to live in the same country we do. So I'm serious. They have houses, they have families like they know that it's not as simple as like, well, you have to have jets to fight us because we'll bomb you from the sky. It's like, OK, where are those jets going to land and where are the jet fighters going to where do they go home at night? Oh, right down the street from me. Isn't that interesting? Again, I'm not I don't want this. This is literally the last thing that I want. Americans killing each other. What a disaster that would be. But it's a possibility. And so they have to take that into account as they do this in not so subtle ways, attempting to. uh well, eliminate that whole aspect. Like they can eliminate that part of the equation. Everything else comes a whole hell of a lot easier for them. They don't need permission for anything. So you can uh, just go through this chart from end wokeness of the charges corruptly obstructing an official proceeding, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, conspiracy to threaten or oppress someone exercising constitutional right, conspiracy to defraud the United States, retention of national defense information, conspiracy to obstruct justice, withholding records from an official proceeding, concealing records from an official proceeding, concealing documents from a federal blah, blah, blah. Not a single real crime in this conspiracy. It's all conspiracy. Tell us about the products, how we support you, how we support all of ourselves and the big event coming up. Well, yeah, let's, the first one, you obviously can go to MyPillow.com, use that promo code Alex, and you can get all these great discounts on all of our products, and just by visiting the site, you're going to get a $20 free gift emailed to you immediately. And there's the, the biggest special we have right now, the 20-year anniversary MyPillow for $19.98 for the queen size, normally $69.98. We're celebrating our anniversary with what my employees do, love doing best. Producing and making the my pillow and the model of businessmen and women with can-do know-how using the money for Americana freedom to fight the globalists is what they fear. That's what the deep banking is about. That's what the financial attacks are about. That's why we've got a rush to support MyPillow.com and Infowars.com. Plus, they're great products at both places because we are the tip of the spear. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news. Today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. The Trump indictments roll on. Trump making some pretty hilarious statements yesterday how good it feels to be arrested knowing he's doing it on behalf of the American people. He has been released. His um, release had a few 
standards that he has to keep. He can't uh, talk about the case with witnesses, a few things like that. But he is out awaiting trial on this very important and totally legitimate indictment. Because, of course, the Justice Department knows no one is above the law. They will always righteously tell you how they are just dead. They're just public servants dedicated to upholding the rule of law. And will do so regardless of who it is. It's just, it's just always Trump. It's just they only go after Trump, though. So that sort of contradicts everything that they say every time. But that's okay. They're not even really good actors. They just know they have to say the words. It's like a magic spell, really. You just say no one's above the law. You say, you know, dedicated to we are patriots just doing our duty. And it's like, okay, all right. But what you're doing is indicting a former president, the primary opposition leader, just ahead of a election on very spurious charges. Again, I mean, you can just read through the list of these. It's like withholding records, concealing records, concealing documents, lying to the U.S. government, altering, destroying, or hiding something sought by the U.S. government, conspiracy to defraud the United States. Interesting how this word conspiracy is just a linguistic trigger they use to completely discredit anything that they want, unless it's an illegal charging for Donald Trump, in which case it's very serious, needs to be taken very seriously. Of course, the whole thing is predicated on... Laws that were used to go after mobsters who did things like murder people and extort money and launder money for other criminal enterprises. That's what it's like intended for, but now it's being used to go after Donald Trump for like asking about blatant voter fraud that was caught on video. So that's a little bit different this time. And, of course, the, the fact that this is political, it's one of these things where it's like everybody on the other side knows it's political. They're not actually shy about admitting it's political at certain times. Like we have this from Kamala Harris in 2019. says, I'm, I'm running for president to make sure Trump is prosecuted. Harris saying Justice Department would have no choice but to prosecute Trump after his presidency. So this was on um, June 12th, 2019, which I believe is before uh, any of the things that they're now charging him for. Yep, not a single one of these took place during or before 2019. Every single thing that they're charging him on happened in 2020 or 2021. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that crazy? That like in 2019, she's saying we have to prosecute Donald Trump. I'm running for president to prosecute Donald Trump. And yet there's not a single crime from the point that she said that back, that they're actually charging him. It's all the crimes after that point. So it's like they announce we're going to prosecute Trump, and then they find the so-called crimes that they want to charge him for. I mean, the timeline of this is very questionable, obviously. Just all of this is obvious. And this is the thing. They have this weird sort of cultish way of – lying (laughs) of lying about what they're doing right like you get them in private you get them in a in a candid moment 
and they're like, of course we have to prosecute Trump or else he'll win again. Of course we, we are prosecuting Trump strictly for political purposes. He is a, an existential threat to our control over the United States. We will destroy him by whatever means necessary. If we have to lie in the media, we'll do that. If we have to spy on his campaign, release false information about Russian collusion in order to drum up a media narrative that inspires an investigation to get into all of his personal information to find – we'll do that. We'll do whatever it takes. We have to charge him for conspiracy because he took a document that he was allowed to take, like whatever. We'll just do it. We just have to stop him. This is purely political. And then they get on TV and go, this has nothing to do with politics. Look, we're just pursuing facts and justice as it stands. And it's like it's like they know they have to play a game and pretend that they're doing right, but they're also obviously not like – I don't know. We're just in this weird realm of deception where the deception doesn't have to be clever or hidden. It, they're just doing it right out in the open. Let's go now to clip number six. Here's Eric Swalwell just admitting that the whole thing is political. Let's watch. Congressman, what would a second Trump term in the White House mean for the rule of law in our country? It would be the end of democracy. He tried once to overthrow an election uh, that he lost. It would be, Wolf, the end of our democracy if Donald Trump was able to get back into office. Congressman, what would a So let's just let's parse that out, shall we? Let's break that down, shall we? See, when he says, the quote was, was, it would be the end of our democracy if Donald Trump was able to get back into office. Now, by get back into office, what he means is be elected president. So what he's saying is it would be the end of democracy if the person who gets the most votes becomes president of the United States. It would be the end of democracy if a candidate gets elected into office. Interesting. It's also clearly an admission what this is really all about, right? I mean, the the honest thing to do would be to say, Look, if he beats these charges and, you know, is proven not guilty and gets elected, that's the will of the people. That is democracy itself. That is the manifestation of democracy, that no matter what the government and the power structure wants, the will of the people comes first. The will of the majority is enacted and imposed regardless of what the very few number of people in the governmental positions want to say. Like that is democracy manifest. The Second layer of irony to this, the first is that he's saying that a candidate being elected is the death of democracy. But the second part is the, is the context that he's making this and that he is advocating for the executive branch of the government to imprison the primary opponent of the executive branch. So he's advocating and he's justifying the imprisonment of the opposition leader by the current sitting administration, and he's saying that if they don't imprison this popular leader that probably will get elected, then that will be the end of democracy. So in advocating for just the most undemocratic thing you could ever imagine, people at the top imprisoning their political opponents, that if you don't do that, it's the end of democracy because the person that they're trying to imprison will get elected by the will of the people. It's so backwards and, and convoluted and inside out and inverted that it can only be the American government at work. I want to go now to clip number 17. Here is Logan Hall uh, 
expressing a very important message that the GOP really needs to uh, internalize, take in and, and understand completely. Let's go now to uh, Logan Hall. I don't think conservatives really get bogged down in the legal weeds of this. Yeah. Uh, this is clearly an attempt to criminalize political opposition. Uh, Trump was the one guy, you know, we talk about influence peddling. Trump was the one national politician who got to D.C. and actually lost money. Mm. He didn't enrich himself. So uh, I think it's I think that's important. I think we should welcome more indictments. All of this legal law, <laughs> all of this legal lawfare against Trump is so blatantly obvious that they want to prevent him from getting back into the White House that uh, there's no there's no real there's a good it's a good way for normies to kind of wake up yeah. and realize that there's no going back from what the Democrats are doing here. There's no going. I see the GOP talk all the time. They say we need to end the weaponization of government. That's the opposite of what they should be saying. They should be saying we are going to weaponize it against, against our them. enemies yeah. the way that they're doing this to us. Yeah. Don't get mad. Get even. Yeah. And so we'll see the balls in their court. They need to put up or shut up. But you have to impeach somebody or start using this lawfare against prominent Democrats in red states or in Congress. Yeah. The Democrats are forging the weapons that will be their own demise. Trump vows revenge for prosecutorial harassment, saying in 2024, it'll be our turn. I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people, get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at infowars.com forward slash show and getting products at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body, a one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more, back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, probably labeled by us, discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier, it's in stock, rave reviews, Top doctors say it's amazing. Infowarsstore.com, and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word, pray for the broadcast, and go now to Infowarsstore.com and get great products that keep the tip of the spear in the fight. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back, folks. This is the American Journal. 
There are there's a lot more to be said about the Trump indictments, and there's a lot of videos of people saying these things. We don't have time to go to them right now, but if you want to find them, they're all on Infowars.com and Band.video. Ted Cruz warning of a relentlessly hostile Obama judge in Trump indictment. Ramaswamy demands to know the truth about what's really driving the flurry of prosecutions. CNN admitting Joe Biden's poll numbers stink and Trump is in historically strong position. Joe Rogan calling the Trump indictments the actions of a banana republic and, of course, that Biden dark Brandon video. Uh, and all of those are available at Infowars.com. If you want to check those out, go to Infowars.com. And, of course, go to Infowarsstore.com to support us in everything that we do. We are currently in the August in or Christmas in August sales event, I should say. You're getting up to 60% off plus double Patriot points on all of our top-selling products. Hottest deals of the summer have arrived with Christmas in August. The special sales event at Infowarsstore.com. Vitamin Mineral Fusion is back in stock and 25% off. And that's, that's really the only one I, I, I have to read, right? There's all these other amazing products, Rebels in, Brain Force Plus, Brain Force Ultra. But Vitamin Mineral Fusion is like the one-stop shop. It's just like every vitamin and mineral that you could possibly need in a day in one delicious food, fruit drink mix. So it really is like the – it's the multivitamin, one, one use, one time. Like that's all you need for the rest of the day sort of supplement. And it really is incredibly powerful. It's why it's so popular. It's why we can't keep it on the shelf. So go now and get Vitamin Mineral Fusion. It's back in stock and 25% off. But, of course, there's something for everybody. Down and Out Sleep Support, Ultimate Krill Oil, Turbo Force Plus, Vitamin D3 Gummies, so much more, including air, water, and filtration, uh, air filtration systems. I'm sorry, water, air filtration systems, and storable food, I should say, is all 10% off as well. Infowarsstore.com. Keep us on the air. Keep us in the fight. Keep us bringing you the stories that you won't see anywhere else, including this next story, <clears throat> excuse me, which uh, it's one of these, sometimes I feel crazy. Sometimes I feel crazy looking at news because it's like I can't tell if the videos I'm watching, maybe they're old, so I don't, I don't know where they're coming from, but I'll just explain to you what I mean. There were hearings in the Australian parliament yesterday, Congress, Senate, whatever they have there. It, it's because um, it's Senator Malcolm Roberts is one of them. So they're questioning Pfizer employees, and they're getting these bombshell answers. We'll show you some of these videos now. The videos you can find on Twitter on, you know, Senator Malcolm Roberts on, on his Twitter page. It's right there. Here's what I asked Pfizer today. There is not a single article about this hearing anywhere. I can't find it. I'm searching DuckDuckGo. I'm searching Google. I'm searching Infowars, Gateway Pundit. And it doesn't exist. All of the Australian news outlets, not a single article about this. So it's like, wait, did this really happen? Like it did. Here's the video of it. And it happened yesterday. This isn't old news. This is new. This is happening right now. But no coverage, no announcements, no statements, no articles anywhere on the internet about this. It's baffling, confusing, bizarre, weird makes you feel crazy sometimes <laughs> i'm like if this is happening right now there should be articles about it somebody should be paying attention to this at least somebody in australia should be letting people know what their senators are up to but nope doesn't exist it's very strange but this is happening so infowars will be the only people covering this we'll go first to this is a uh, i believe senator pauline hansen asking pfizer about forcing australians to get the shot now as a preliminary to this as a as a reminder australia had some of the most severe restrictions they had the covid camps that 
they would send people to. They had some of the most extreme and relentless laws about having to be jabbed if you wanted to work or wanted to get uh, medical care of any sort. You had to be jabbed. And so this senator, Pauline Hansen, asks Pfizer about how Australians were forced to get the jab. Clip number 12. Um, Dr. Theroux, you actually made a comment that no one was forced to have the vaccination. Who made the comment? Was it Dr. Thurin? I believe I made that comment. You made that comment? Right. Mm -hmm. You were in Australia during COVID-19. You must have been fully aware that people, nurses, doctors, people to have their jobs, to keep their jobs, were forced to have the vaccination. Now, do you retract your statement that they were not forced? Uh, Senator, no, I, I believe firmly that nobody was forced to have a vaccine. Mandates or vaccine requirements are determined by governments and health authorities. I believe everybody was offered an opportunity to get a vaccine or not get a vaccine. I don't believe that anybody was forced to take a vaccine. A lot of Australians will disagree with you on that one. All the Australians had a choice. You could get the vaccine or you could go to jail. That's not forcing anybody. You have the choice. It's your free choice to either go to jail or get the vaccine. That's not forcing it on anyone. I mean, we should, uh, we should have clipped out the COVID scare. I mean, it's literally what, what I wrote as a joke, right? I'm not forcing you. It's up to you whether you take the jab or whether you become a despised pariah, unworthy of basic decency or uh, medical uh, intervention. So it's uh, really incredible stuff. And the, the whole hearings were filled with stuff like this. Let's go now to clip number 13. Pfizer employees were, in fact, given a special batch of vaccines different than everybody else in Australia. Curious? Let's watch. We read that uh, your vaccine mandate was using your own batch of vaccine, especially imported for Pfizer, which was not tested by the TGA. Is that correct? Uh, Senator, so... Pfizer undertook to import um, a batch of vaccines specifically for the employee vaccination program. Mm. So Pfizer employees got a specifically imported batch of the vaccines that were different than everybody else in Australia. Well, good for them. Bully for them. Isn't that nice for them? I wonder what was different from those vaccines to the ones they gave to the wider general public. Interesting. Now we go to clip number 16. Here's the Senate hearing for COVID-19 discrimination bill. Moderna reps could not provide the numbers of adverse serious reactions. Let's watch. I referred earlier to a and uh, tabled a uh, report um, from a journal, uh, El Silvier, said that wrongly, recent report from the end of last year, which uh, stands for the proposition and found that uh, the rates of serious adverse reactions are occurring at a rate of one in 800 people vaccinated. Um, now, according to your own clinical trial data, um, do you accept uh, that that is the rate, and if not, uh, how does your overall rate of serious adverse events compare with um, routine traditional vaccine products such as uh, flu vaccines and the like? So um, I'm not aware of the report to which you're referring. This is, this is the report of a, of a, of a prominent um, a medical journal. You're not aware of that? Um, I'm not aware of that. Do you, do you think, do you, think you should be aware of that? Um, 
I, I think if you're able to provide that report, then um, well, we, we could provide... I mean, this is part of the frustration of this process, is if you were here, we could provide you with that. But, I mean, I, this, is, this has been widely reported. You are a manufacturer of vaccines. I find it difficult to think that you wouldn't be aware of this report. So one thing, I can say, one thing I can say is that as a company, we have a, 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 as part of our pharmacovigilance activities, we do do routine uh, uh, screens of the literature to, to uh, look particularly for publications that include adverse events. We do review those publications and those adverse events and we do include them into our global pharmacovigilance database. So that manuscript would have been assessed by our pharmacovigilance department and the information from it would have been taken into account and evaluating uh, so, the benefit-risk profile of our vaccine. So, so what, 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 is your, uh, what is Moderna's overall rate of serious adverse events and how does that compare with routine vaccinations, was the question. Um, so um, I, I, I don't have the actual rate of adverse events. Um, to so you don't, you don't have the rates of adverse events in I front can, of you? If you just, I can refer to the, uh, obviously I can refer to the product information. What I can tell you, uh, is that the rate of serious adverse events in our, in our uh, very large randomised controlled trials was actually um, uh, in, a, in, a, in a similar range to what was observed in the placebo. But you, don't, you can't tell me the rates of serious adverse events. You realise you've come to a Senate hearing today for the purposes of exactly that question, and you can't tell me the rates of serious adverse reactions to your product, which I find extraordinary. What I, what, I can, what I can tell you is that uh, on the TGA website, there are, it reports there are 1.2 reports um, per... That's the TGA. I'm not basis. asking about the TGA. I'm asking about Moderna. You, you, you must have that information. You are a multinational company. You're before a Senate inquiry, and you cannot tell me the rates of serious... Adver I mean, it's quite extraordinary what you're telling me. Nobody can tell me that. Quite extraordinary indeed. So that so Pfizer and Moderna both called in front of the Australian Senate, neither one of them having any information that's uh, positive at all, and also admitting that Pfizer employees got a whole different batch of vaccines than the rest of the Australian public. Not a single story about this anywhere online. We'll be back on the other side with your phone calls, lots of videos, and so much more news to cover, folks. Don't go anywhere on this Friday edition. Tell us about the products, how we support you, how we support all of ourselves, and the big event coming up. Well, yeah, let's, the first one, you obviously can go to MyPillow.com, use that promo code Alex, and you can get all these great discounts on all of our products, and just by visiting the site, you're going to get a $20 free gift emailed to you immediately. And there's the, the biggest special we have right now, the 20-year anniversary MyPillow for $19.98 for the queen size, normally $69.98. We're celebrating our anniversary with what my employees do, love doing best, producing and making the MyPillow. And the model of businessmen and women with can-do know-how using the money for Americana freedom to fight the globalists is what they fear. That's what the deep banking is about. That's what the financial attacks are about. That's why we've got a rush to support MyPillow.com and Infowars.com, plus their great products at both places, because we are the tip of the spear. Listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this Friday morning edition of American Journal Infowars.com, band.video. Still a lot to cover in the hours ahead. We have Tafari Campbell's mysterious death and the cover up 
on Obama's estate in Martha's Vineyard. We have the war in Ukraine. You will not believe what they're blaming the failure of the counteroffensive on. It's just incredible. Wait for that story. We're also going to be joined by Jacob Chansley, a.k.a. American Shaman, in the third hour. But first, I want to go to this video. It is a speech made by the young man who was arrested by police in Wisconsin, in Watertown, Wisconsin, on Saturday. He was detained and uh, arrested. The video we played earlier this week showed multiple police officers arresting Marcus Schrader as he was reading from a Bible. One officer was recorded aggressively pulling a microphone from his hand and walking him away in handcuffs. Well, he has since given a, a speech about this and made statements about this saying, it was worth it. I will continue to fight even if I have to fight alone. Let's go now to clip number 11. Here's Marcus Schrader talking about being arrested at this drag queen protest. Guys, I hope you're all doing good tonight. I just wanted to ask a simple question. I know, you know, a Nazi group showed up at the event Saturday and people were talking about that. And I just wanted for all of us to really think about this. What's wrong with Nazism? Like, seriously, what's wrong with Nazism? Because imagine for a moment that there is no God above us, no hell below us, no heaven to live for, as John Lennon wanted to imagine. If we are truly the result of evolved stardust and our ancestors were fish and were the descendants of monkeys, then where do we find our value as human beings? What's wrong with Nazism unless if you understands that the God of Scripture says that we are made in His image. And so to murder innocent people is a violation to God's commands. As a Christian, I can say that Nazis, what the Nazis did in Nazi Germany was completely horrific and that they should have been resisted. In fact, the, the number one people group that resisted the Nazis were Christians. And the, and the reason why, the reason why was because they had a worldview that says that people are made in God's image and that they have worth and value. That's why Nazism is wrong. But if we're going to reject the Christian worldview, then we can't hold on to the fruit that comes from the Christian worldview while denying the actual foundation. Intolerance is an interesting word. Tolerance, intolerance, hatred, love, bigotry, things like that. Because really every culture has something that it's intolerant towards and something that it's tolerant of. I mean, there are things like murder and rape and and, you know, stealing and, and just crimes that we are intolerant towards as a society. And, and so every society has something that's intolerant towards. The question is just, what is our object of intolerance and what is our object of tolerance? When I showed up Saturday, all I did was read from Scripture on the sidewalk. I read from the Bible, Galatians. And by the way, I wasn't reading Romans 1. I wasn't reading any passage that spoke against homosexuality or anything like that. I was reading a passage from the Bible about love. And I was arrested. No reason, not given any warning, not told anything about my amplification needed to be turning down. I was arrested and taken into custody simply for reading the Bible on the sidewalk. You see, as we become more and more tolerant of sexual immorality in our culture, we become more and more intolerant towards Christian morality. And the more we become intolerant towards Christian morality, the more we're going to see lawlessness in our streets. The more we become intolerant of Christian morality, the more we're going to see Nazis. The more we're going to see people who don't hold to a Christian worldview, who think that everybody is a result of animals, and therefore if we are animals, then why can't we just act like animals? We were called a hate group. We were told that we don't want to understand the other side, and I just want to set the record straight. I am more than happy to have that conversation with the other side. 
I did speech and debate throughout high school, and one of the things that we were taught in debate is that you can't make an argument for your side until you're able to make the argument for the other side. I've sat down and had hours of discussions with LGBTQ activists. I completely understand the other side. I want to understand the other side. But drag queens twerking on kids in lingerie is unacceptable. And that's something that we have to notice as a culture. We can have our disagreements, but there comes a time when we have to understand that we are all going to stand before God one day. And we're going to have to give an account for what we have You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal is on. We're going to be taking your calls throughout this hour. In the third hour, we joined by Jacob Chansley, a.k.a. American Shaman, talking to him about his latest media blitz. He has been going on mainstream media and really exposing them for who they are. Uh, so I can't wait to play some of those clips and talk to him about his experience becoming a historical figure almost by accident. Very excited to, to speak to him a little bit later. We'll take your calls throughout this hour. So let me give out the number. Give us a call here at American Journal at one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 Three nine. Give us a call now. We have some uh, Ukraine war stuff to talk about. We have, you know, we, we just played that really incredibly powerful speech from that young man who was arrested or, or rather detained and technically assaulted by police as he was staying there reading Bible quotes outside of a drag queen story hour type thing. And uh, I thought he was going to sort of make the same argument that I make. I thought he was going down the same road that I usually go down because I've done that same thing. Like, why do we not like the Nazis? What's so bad about the Nazis? Sort of first think like, oh, my God, those kids saying Nazis are good. And it's like, no, no, I'm actually asking, why did, why did we go to war with the Nazis? Remember, the Jewish death camps we didn't know about until after the war. So – you know, now with these, it's almost like historical revision where people, if you were to ask a young person, like, why did we go to war with the Nazis? They'd be like, well, they were killing the Jews. They were the death camps. Like, no, we didn't even know about that. So how could that have been the impetus to go to war if we didn't even know about it until afterwards? Timeline is, is nonsensical. We went to war with the Nazis because of their political ideology of tyranny and domination and censorship and surveillance and the fact that they're worldview was totally contrary and eliminated the freedoms that the West at the time held as foundational and, and more important than anything else. And we don't really feel that way anymore. Right? The reason that we went after the Nazis was because of their actions, their censorship, their coercion, their violence that they would inflict on political dissidents within their own country, the way that they were setting up a system that prevented any opposition from ever gaining any ground or even being able to get a toehold they would snuff it out in its earliest stages like that to the west at the time was the the horrible thing that was happening and of course the the you know offensive wars the invasion of other countries like there are lots of reasons to go against the nazis so again i always point this out when it's things like somebody is uh 
wearing a shirt or a necklace with a swastika and they get like beaten up by a bunch of people and attacked and like it ruins their lives. And it's like, because the Nazis, the Nazi symbol, you're doing the Nazi action, the Nazi action of using physical force to silence your opposition and to attack people because of the ideas that they hold and to deny free speech because you don't find it comfortable to have these talks like that's the thing that made the nazis evil so you're doing the thing that made the nazis evil in opposition to the nazis this doesn't make any sense now he goes a little bit of a of a different route one that i totally agree with too that uh you know, by k- killing innocent people by blaming innocent people for things that they didn't actually do because they're the same race as the people that did do the things like that's what's bad about the nazis and that's exactly what is being manifest here in america now Racial guilt, collective guilt, collective punishment, censorship, surveillance, all of the thing that the Nazis were on about is exactly what's happening here in America, except it's being done in America in the name of fighting Nazis. It's so nonsensical, baffling, and and stupid, honestly. And thank God we have people like that young man. His name, uh, again, was Marcus Schrader. I think we're going to, I would love to talk to Marcus Schrader because I really, he just seems like a, like a guy who gets it, who knows what's going on and is able to express it extremely convincingly. And let's look at what we're up against right now, shall we? Daily Mail has this. Journalism professor claims children should be exposed to adult genitalia to prepare them for seeing naked trans people in locker rooms. In a shocking jab at swimmer Riley Gaines, Professor Katya Thiem, don't care if I'm pronouncing that right, frankly, took to Twitter to say that she believed children should be exposed to adult genitalia. According to the University of British Columbia staff member, the world should thank parents for it. She's been tweeting after being sent a video of swimmer Riley Gaines, who's been an open critic of transgender athletes in women's sports. And remember, according to Riley Gaines and others on the Pennsylvania swim team, who, if they were not okay and even celebratory about the fact that there was a full-grown, fully biological man who was attracted to women, like, do people even know this? Leah Thomas, no transgender surgery, no nothing, just a man, just a physical, biological, male person, period. Also had a girlfriend that he was physically intimate with. So, like, (laughs) a heterosexual man... (laughs) He's in the locker room with young women. We're forced to get naked in front of him. Transgender lesbian. But yeah, transgender lesbian. Uh, a full-on Mr. Garrison there in the uh, locker room. And the swimmers were told if they weren't okay with this, if this made them feel uncomfortable, they were the problem, and they would have to have psychological evaluations and psychological treatment to fix the issue with them. Literally being told... If you are uncomfortable with having a full-grown heterosexual man watch you undress while he too is naked in the same room, that's an issue you have. That's a problem with you. That is a mental illness of yours that needs to be treated and cured so that you understand how to be more accepting of the man with the penis staring at you while you undress. Just shocking and wild. And They've decided, they've diagnosed this as, well, it's because it's, it's shocking to them because 
you know, they're adults, they're, they're <clears throat> excuse me, they're in college, they're in university, and they're just now being introduced to this. So the solution is to introduce this when they're younger and they, they don't quite have the world figured out yet. They don't quite know what's wrong and what's right. So get them when they're little kids, introduce them to adult genitalia when they're young, warp their mind early on while it's still malleable, and then by the time that they're adults, they won't have these mental illness of objecting to being uh, sexually assaulted. Really shocking stuff. She, uh, and this is a teacher at the University of British Columbia. She says, let little children see penises and vulvas of various ages and sizes in a casual, normalized, totally safe way. <clears throat> or protect the children and uh, give this uh, journalism professor the biblical treatment. That would be my argument. It's not just her, of course. There are entire non-governmental organizations. There are entire networks of well-funded activists and philanthropists making this argument. The ACLU has, is suing Texas to stop a law protecting children from sexually explicit performances. Senate Bill 12, authored by Senator Brian Hughes, restricts sexually explicit drag performances on public property in the, in, in the presence of children. The measure makes the class and uh, the act a class A misdemeanor, and anyone who violates the law will be subject to an $10,000 in fines per offense, and this has been signed into law by Governor Greg Abbott last June. The legislation comes as sexually explicit drag shows that target children have ramped up across the state. The ACLU claims this measure violates the First and Fourteenth Amendments and threatens drag performers' livelihood and free expression. Hmm. It's bizarre because this is not a ban on drag queens. It's not a ban on drag performances. It only bans drag performances where children are present, sexually explicit ones at that. So the ACLU is dressing this up as if it's defending the right of drag queens to express their First Amendment. No, they are attempting to force the people of Texas to allow perverted men in dresses to perform sexually explicit strip teases in front of children. That's what they're that's what they're on about. That's what their number one priority is these days. And we'll we'll talk a little bit about this on the other side. InfoWars is a one of a kind operation. And so please go to InfoWars store and just make a donation. And you can make it one time or recurring. You have a little profile there, cancel any time. Every 15 days, every month, every three months, every six months, up to nine months, you can go in and every month or every week, whenever you want, you program it, you just click it, and then you decide when you want to make a donation. So please do that as well. That way we get 95% of it after credit card fees that are making 20, 30, 40% like we do on the products. But these really are amazing products. The big July 4th sale is going on right now. This is such a critical platform in the fight against the New World Order. The enemy's out in the open. We're vindicated. People are listening more than ever. But in this major recession going into depression and with supply chain breakdowns, I know it's hard. I know times are tough. So thank you for your support. But whatever you do, pray for the broadcast and share the articles and the videos. That you can do for free. And that's just as important as keeping us on air. So however God leads you in your heart to support us, please support us now. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. God bless you. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. 
It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. So many stories still to cover, my Lord. And we'll go out to your phone calls this segment. We'll finish up here with the, uh, you know, sexualizing children portion of our show. We'll just we'll put our heads down get through this. And what I'm about to read to you, truly unbelievable. Truly beyond description. Like I... Hard to see how we come back from this. Let's just say that. All right. Libs of TikTok posted this on Twitter. She says she received this from a parent in Virginia sending their child to kindergarten. If you don't want your five-year-old to have access to porn, you have to notify the school. Why would a kindergarten be giving kids porn to begin with? Now, we're aware of the books that they put in elementary schools. They call you a book-burning Nazi if you say, hey, please don't show my child this graphic depiction of cartoon hardcore sex like that's that makes you an evil person a nazi a hater a a transphobe etc etc but this seems to go beyond it in a way that is disturbing horrifying sickening really i'm just gonna read this this is verbatim so again virginia five-year-old five-year-old child so you send your kid to kindergarten get some colored pencils make sure they have their stickers. <laughs> Make sure they have their, their little binder with all their little workbooks in it. And also, by the way, is it okay if we show them hardcore fetish porn? Is that all right? Is that okay? Can you sign here, please? Explicit content access. This is from the new school year packet for 2023 and 2024. In accordance with SCPCPS policy, Do you want your student to have access to books with sexually explicit content in school libraries? They put a little asterisk. What do they mean by sexually explicit content? Well, it's defined in Virginia as any description or any picture, photograph, drawing, motion picture, film, digital image, or similar visual representation depicting sexual bestiality, a lewd exhibition of nudity, as nudity is defined by Virginia Code section, et cetera, et cetera, sexual excitement, sexual conduct, or sadomasochistic abuse, also defined in Section 18 as coprophilia, europhilia, or fetishism. I had to look up these terms. Coprophilia is sexual excitement and sexual activity, including feces. To include feces in your or in europhobia, I think you can guess, is the same but with urine. 
So parents of five-year-old children sending their children to kindergarten in Virginia are being asked to sign a waiver allowing the school to show children fetish porn and feces fetish porn. It's not something I even want to talk about on air with adults, but this is where we are in this country. I mean, I go on to describe nudity as a state of undress to expose the male or female genitalia in a discernibly turgid state. Turgid meaning inflated, meaning swelled up. Sexual conduct means actual or explicit simulate or explicitly simulated acts of masturbation, heterosexuality, homosexuality, sexual intercourse, or physical conduct in an act of apparent sexual stimulation or gratification with a person clothed or unclothed, genitals, public uh, pubic area, buttocks, or if such be or if such be human breasts, uh, female breasts. Sexual excitement means the condition of the human male or female genitalia is when in a state of sexual stimulation or arousal. Sadomasochism means the actual or explicitly simulated flagellation, meaning whipping or torture. Do you want your kid to watch tor- torture porn? I better check the no box. You better check the no box then. Again, how did we even get to this point? How did we even get to this point? That's from Libs of TikTok. I'm actually extremely sorry to have to read any of that to you. I apologize. Please don't hold it against me. It's just, you know, if it's what they're showing to kindergartners, I guess we should be able to deal with hearing about it as adults. Just insane. Not even going to show you that image, but it's who the ACLU is working with. Can we can we do the uh, can we do the the dot cam here? And I'll just I'll just start kind of showing you who it is. So this is the uh, this is the individual here who is uh, working with the ACLU uh, to um, file the lawsuit. You can go to uh, Clinton Rary's <laughs> Twitter if you want to see the actual picture of it. But uh, suffice to say, everything under the paper right now is. Um, not fit for air. Let's just say that, and uh, we'll leave it at that. But that's who is working with the ACLU, a frankly disgusting pornographer who is working with this high-powered activist group to force your children to observe and engage with their perversions. With that, we go out to your phone calls. Again, I'm, I'm very sorry. I am very sorry that this is happening and that I have to report on it, but there it is. Let's go to uh, Patriot in Reedley, California. You want to talk about the uh, lab in California that was discovered. We have some new stories on that, but go ahead. Patriot in California. Go ahead. Patriot, line one. Patriot, do you read me? Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. All right, yeah. So uh, one thing you guys haven't talked about is uh, this area is one of the largest producers of food in the world. Sure. So, I mean, if a, a large rodent population that c- could transmit diseases gets out of that area, that could shut down a portion of the food supply. Yeah, that that's absolutely true. I mean, I don't think the rodent population was all that bad. I mean, 900 mice, you put two mice in a cage, in about a week you'll have 900 mice. So I, I don't think it was the I, – I get what you're saying, though. I mean, they had – 
had infected mice running well, around. Yeah, there's a river like a quarter mile away from that building. So, I mean, once once they get to the river and there's all the fruit and food they need, they'll just breed like wildfire. Yeah, but absolutely. Also, 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 also that, uh, that building, the police station shares the alley with that building. Is that right? I did not know that. So the lab was literally across an alley from the police department? Yeah. I figured you guys would want to know those uh, two little bits of information. And then also, uh, this town's pretty old, and there's a lot of uh, old underground tunnels from, like, Prohibition or something. And, you know, who knows what's going on underneath that building. Who knows? what's? I did not know that about it being right next to the police. That is a very interesting wrinkle. Here's the story we have from yesterday. Reedley Chinese COVID lab received tax credit of $360,000 from Governor uh, Gavin Newsom. So not only were they actually producing like pregnancy tests and COVID tests that Americans used being totally unlicensed, being in a rundown, supposedly abandoned warehouse. Apparently I'm now hearing was next door to the police department, which is shocking. Look it up. They didn't know that. I I believe you. I'm not doubting you for a second, sir. But apparently they also received $360,000. $360,000 from the American government to carry this out. Don't you love being an American taxpayer, folks? Don't you love paying for this subversion? I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at infowars.com forward slash show and getting products at infowarsstore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body. A one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more. Back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, private label by us. Discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier. It's in stock. Rave Reviews. Top doctors say it's amazing. Infowarstore.com, and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word, pray for the broadcast, and go now to Infowarstore.com and get great products that keep the tip of the spear in the fight. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be joined by Jacob Chansley in the next hour. In the remainder of this hour, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk a little bit about Ukrainian war, then go out to your phone calls. In the next segment, I'm just going to give you a rundown of some of the big stories that we weren't even able to get to today. And there are a lot, trust me. We go on and on about every single one of these. Uh, but then we'll take your calls in that segment as well. So your calls for the next two segments. In the meantime, let me remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. Take advantage of the Christmas in August sales event. Make sure to stock up on Vitamin Mineral Fusion. Vitamin Mineral Fusion. It's back in stock and 25% off. It sells out quickly. And this is one that when people run out, they miss it and are demanding it back. Well, it's back for the time being. And before it sells out, go now. Make sure you get this platinum standard of advanced vit- multivitamin formulas. It's back in stock, 25% off, 
We do not live in a perfect world. Far from it. Our diets no longer contain everything we need. Instead of spending huge amounts of time and money to make up for that fact, Vitamin Mineral Fusion is here to help. It's got vitamin C, D, E, and B12, calcium, magnesium, zinc, selenium, CoQ10, so many more vital nutrients. And in this time of need, it's especially crucial that we give our bodies what they need to function at optimum health. So do not wait until it's out of stock. Go now. Boost your natural systems. Get Vitamin Mineral Fusion today on InfoWarsStore.com for our Christmas and Christmas Savings in August sales event. Now, before we go out to your phone calls, I want to talk just a bit about Ukraine war. Give you a quick little update. New York Times has this story. Ukrainian troops trained by West stumble in battle. The first several weeks of Ukraine's long-awaited counteroffensive have not been kind to the Ukrainian troops who were trained and armed by the United States and its allies. Equipped with advanced American weapons and heralded as the vanguard of major assault, the troops became bogged down in dense Russian minefields under constant fire from artillery and helicopter gunships. Units got lost. One unit delayed a nighttime attack until dawn, losing its advantage. Another fared so badly the commanders yanked it off the battlefield Altogether, now they're trying to turn things around, but it it ain't going well. But but they they have a reason. They have an excuse. They have a very understandable you know explanation for why things are going badly. This is from the Ministry of Defense in the UK. They have this report. It's the latest defense intelligence update on the situation in Ukraine for the third of August, twenty twenty three. Here's the intelligence update: undergrowth undergrowth regrowing across the battlefields of southern Ukraine is likely one factor contributing to the general slow progress of combat in the area. The predominantly arable land in the combat zone has now been left fallow for 18 months, with the return of weeds and shrubs accelerating under the warm, damp summer conditions. This extra cover helps camouflage Russian defenses positions and makes defensive minefields harder to clear. Although undergrowth can provide cover for small stealthy infantry assaults, the net effect has been to make it harder for either side to make advances. Shrubberies. We are being defeated by shrubs in Ukraine. <laughs> okay, all right, I guess. I mean, sure. Sure, no, it's the undergrowth. Yeah, no, it's the it's the fact that there are plants on the ground. I mean, obviously, right? We would be we would be defeating them. Obviously, Ukraine is like we would totally have won by this point if it weren't for the dang shrubs, if it weren't for the grass, then we would have won by now. Dang it. Grass. Once again, you know, what you need to do is just eliminate all life from the areas that you want to fight. What we what we need. The problem is that there's still life clinging on in these battlefields. What we need is to have them utterly devastated by wildfire. And then when all of the ground is just ash and and dirt then victory will be easy well you you just need to denude all uh, life in the area and then victory will be assured and in in a troubling addendum to this u.s troops should be sent to ukraine a third of americans say So 31 percent of eligible voters in the U.S. support or strongly support American military forces heading into the battlefields of Ukraine, meaning that uh, a good third of Americans are that heavily brainwashed into thinking not only is the Ukraine war somehow a, a positive thing, but that America itself should be directly involved with troops on the ground in Ukraine. I'm sure they're just waiting to get that number up a little higher before they announce the inevitable involvement of america with that we go out to your phone calls shrubberies dang it it's like the knights of knee let's go to uh nick in texas you you have a friendly defense of catholics all right uh go ahead nick you're on the air 
Hey, how's it going? Good. Can you hear me? Yeah. Good. Yeah, go okay. Ahead. Um, yeah, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just calling because uh, I've, in the past, uh, it was a few months back, uh, you were talking about Catholics on the show, and, and no, you don't bash them yourself, but it's, uh, it's the, uh, the callers that call in, and, and uh, I think you had asked one time, uh, or asked then, uh, if, if any Catholics would, would call in to defend, uh, defend the faith or anything, and <laughs> the people that were calling in were, were like not even, not even Catholics, and they were, they were saying, oh yeah, I was a Catholic at one point, but... Mm-hmm. Now I'm not, and the Catholics are bad. Well, I think um, I think what, no, I, I think I, maybe I, what I was I, like, it's the confusion of the right wing being very trad cath right now. I mean, that's the whole like America First movement is like very Catholic, and I totally respect that, and I, I like those guys, and I think what they're doing is very important, and that the Catholic Church in the past had been such a bulwark against degeneracy and liberalism in this country, and yet now it's like the Catholic charities are. are helping to run uh, you know what's happening at the border and the pope is like fully invested in globalism and so i'm just confused by this dichotomy and i'm wondering you know how catholic the layman catholic feels about the the vatican and the infrastructure of catholicism being so against what they believe in so i i think that was is that more or less right nick yeah yeah, yeah that, that was it man and i i completely agree with you actually uh i'm i'm uh not not a fan of of catholic charities and not a fan of our current pope Mm. And uh, I, I do, I do understand that that there is a lot of uh, a lot of infiltration within the Catholic Church, um, and and that that doesn't go, you know, that doesn't go against uh, what what Jesus said. You know, he left he left his his church here on earth, and the devil would not prevail upon our church. Uh, so so that's that's where I'm coming from. I'm, I'm a layman, like 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 you're saying. Um, I, I'm yeah. I mean, there's a lot of normies within within the Catholic Church. There's a lot of normies within. You know all, all kinds of all kinds of religions, yeah. um, it, and and there are there are callers that say you know Jesuits are bad. I agree. <laughs> right. I don't I don't uh, agree with Jesuits as much as I don't you know agree with with the Masons. You know when you get to a high level Mason, it's it's uh, you know they they're they're in a, in a lot of in a lot of uh, suspicious places in in our in our power current power system. But that doesn't mean that you know all Protestants are bad because you know a lot of a lot of uh, masons are protestants or yeah. our founding fathers were were masons and therefore america's bad <laughs> right right so, right so I, I mean is that is that the distinction is it like because it, it almost seems like every group it's like the regular normal mass of people are generally good but then like there's some like weird metaphysical thing where like to get power in any organization you just have to be evil even if the organization is good you get to the top of the catholic church not looking very good. You get to the top of the Jewish organizations, not looking very good. You get to the top of the Protestant organizations or the Masons, it's all evil. So it's like, is that the distinction? It's just the the regular lowdown people are generally good, but just like some, there's like a an evil barrier that you have to get through to get power in any of these organizations. Well, and that's why I listen to your show, and and I listen to, to Alex and and a lot of the people that you have on your show, including uh, Jay Dyer. He talks a lot about that. He talks a lot about how infiltration, you know, throughout the the recent centuries, uh, like the last hundred, you know, two hundred years, uh, have been have been infiltration into into our, our institutions, our major institutions, and our religion. So I I think that that that's you're you're right on right on with that. So uh, uh, I mean. I'm I'm at the low level, but I even you know talk to my priest when when he's saying things like get the shot or mm. you know the the archdiocese and 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 you know here and where I where I live is is saying the same thing. I won't give a religious exemption, uh, even though that there's there's all of these 
all of these things within our our uh, within our catechism that say that you don't have to take take a shot. And right. even if the Pope says it, it's not it's, it's not infallible. You know that that his infallibility only goes to the doctrines of the Church. So that's mm. not a doctrine to get to get a shot against your will to get medically. You know, uh, I want to say the R word, but but yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. It. No, that well, that, um, that's that's an interesting distinction. I I wasn't really aware of that. That uh, you know, he's infallible when it comes to church doctrine, but not so much when it comes to just his political stance. Interesting stuff. But now we we love our Catholics, just like we love our Jews and we love our Protestants. It's just confusing. <laughs> The eugenicists, over a hundred years ago, were very public about their plans. They financed major universities, they ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people, get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at InfoWars.com forward slash show and getting products at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months, vitamin mineral fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body, a one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more, back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, private label by us, discounted, InfoWarsStore.com, Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier, it's in stock, rave reviews. Top doctors say it's amazing. Infowarsstore.com, and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word, pray for the broadcast, and go now to Infowarsstore.com and get great products that keep the tip of the spear in the fight. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks i have really tried to jam as much as possible into this episode today got through a lot and we'll be joined by jake chansley in the third hour There's still so much more every one of these stories could be an entire show and we'll go out to your phone call shortly just just give you a rundown of these articles and remind you that you can go to americanjournal.info and see and there's a link to our Substack where we post every day Sometimes just after the show, usually we try to do it during or just before the show, a link sheet to everything that we talk about. So anything I mention, anything you see on the table, uh, there will be links to it on our Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com, or go to americanjournal.info to find the social media and all of the links uh, to all of this uh, content. So uh, Jim Jordan has released another series of Facebook files revealing the lengths the White House is willing to go to control the COVID narrative. Tafari Campbell's drowning is being covered up in a very mysterious way with the police using mysterious rules to not allow people to know who made the 911 call and a couple of other suspicious things. Americans are having 
way less babies than ever before. And L.A. Times asks why young people are having less sex than previous generations, which is sort of a contradiction as the younger generation is so sexualized now and sexual imagery and, and content is so pervasive. And yet none of them are actually experiencing the human connection of, of physical love. So very interesting dichotomy taking place there that I'm sure the deep thinkers at L.A. Times will get to the bottom of. But it is an important topic and is a indicative of our uh, the death of the physical world as we move into the digital and even the things that they celebrate are being destroyed in this pursuit two u.s navy sailors have been charged with helping china we have that story from the new york times but also we have a post from indian bronson that points out that last year the biden administration shut down a dedicated anti-china counterintelligence program because it's too racist to think that china's spies in the u.s might be chinese looking people with chinese sounding names but today u.s sailors jin chao wei and win jay win heng Zhao were charged with spying for china so literally politico reports the doj shut down a china focused anti-espionage program just a year after or right before a year before they discover Chinese people in our Navy spying for China. Who who would have thought? You also have this uh, Greenpeace. Uh, climbers are on the roof of Rishi Sunak's mansion, draping it in 200 meters of oily black fabric to drive home the dangerous consequences of a new drilling frenzy. It's just in case you were still up in the air about whether the whole Just Stop Oil thing was manufactured. Just know that if you advocate for the continued existence of British people or you don't like the 15 minute cities, then you'll be treated as a domestic terrorist and, you know, arrested and thrown in jail in Britain. They throw like thousands of people in jail a year for their speech. Uh, but if you are an oil protester, then you can actually invade and take over the personal house of the prime minister. And it's totally fine and nothing will happen to you. Incredible. It just goes on and on. We have a video of Chinese krill processing ship in Antarctica, continuing our coverage of uh, the Chinese fishing fleets that are destroying life in the ocean. Concern grows over rising attacks against Christian sites in Israel as uh, Catholic and Orthodox monasteries are being attacked and priests being spit on in, you know, our, our greatest ally, our number one best friend, Israel, uh, just totally openly anti-Christian. They even passing a law preventing anybody from evangelizing in that country microsoft to incorporate mandatory ai systems in windows 11 to spy on your computing activities that's from natural news the maine governor wants to resettle 75,000 foreign-born migrants in maine by 2029 this of course dress, addressing the the big problem the major issue of maine being white maine having a lot of white people is a uh, problem that they're going to solve by bringing in tens of thousands of non-white people. That seems uh, pretty efficient. And then we have this story, of course. Portland doctor knocked out by homeless attacker reveals bloody wounds to her face and blames the city for slow police response, claiming she changed her vote from Democrat to Republican. I'm of mixed minds about this. For one thing, good for her for actually acknowledging that it is the Democrats who support the policies that have left her in this position of being assaulted without defense and not even being able to con contact the police when it happens. She's like, this is it. I'm sick of it. Also, it's like, why does it take people being hit in the face to, to change their mind? Is this is it not possible for you to observe what's going on around you? Do you have to be a victim of violent crime yourself before you realize that criminals should be arrested? 
it's weird that you have to that that has to happen. But on the other hand, there are some people whose like family members are killed as a result of the crime policies, and they still don't change their mind. So changing your mind and correcting yourself is is still something to be celebrated. I do think it would make a very funny skit. I do think it's hilarious. Saying on on Twitter yesterday, have you, have you ever been bashed so hard you got knocked into a different political party? That's a, a shocking event. I almost want to see like the the blue haired like. Democrat woman walking down the street until a homeless guy just smashes her in the face and she like falls and gets up. She's got a red MAGA hat and an Alex Jones shirt on. She's just like suddenly a Republican. She's transformation all of a sudden. She's just like, oh, we need law and order. I don't know. I think I think it's um, tragically funny, I guess, is a way to put it. Tragically funny. With that, we got to your phone calls once again. Wayne in Texas wants to talk about MIT Media Labs saying that Disney movies have evil origins. Go ahead, Wayne. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, MIT Media Labs. And the reason being is they've got some interesting characters involved with this media lab. And they, um, one of them was a director that had to step down because he was taking money from Jeffrey Epstein. His name's Joy Ito. Right. J O I I T O. I remember now, that. What's interesting about Joy is what's that? I remember that. Yeah. And this is because it came out in the, uh, in the Ronan Farrow. Right. Uh, you know, some of his documents. Now, what's interesting about Joey Ito is he's the godson of Timothy Leary. And he also started a fashion line in Japan called Anarchic Adaptation that, that Leary wore a whole bunch. Now, also connected with MIT Media Labs is a character by the name of Stuart Brandt, who wrote, you know, one of the most extensive books on MIT Media Lab. Now, Stuart Brand was a member of the hippie mafia. And the counterculture, you know, the counterculture connections with, with Silicon Valley. Sure. Uh, you know, and they, uh, he was in a group called the Merry Pranksters. Yep. Now, all this ties in together, but the Merry Pranksters, basically, you know, what they did is they took, uh, you know, LSD, you know, that was manufactured, which is interesting because, you know, ergo involved with LSD making, you know, and obviously biological warfare from the time of the Assyrians, you know, if you wanted to. Induce an anesthetic like mass hypnosis. Yeah, in, you know, and, true serum. And all of the the Tim, Timothy Leary and the Jim Jones. I mean, the whole counterculture movement was yeah. a product of the intelligence agency, and, and it's still going on now, right? With people like Jeffrey Epstein being an intelligence agent, you know, uh, funding some of this stuff. But how does this tie into Disney? So no. So what's interesting is so this MIT Media Lab, they uh, they they do a lot of you know. Manufacturing of kind of different devices, like a FEMA photography, would be one thing, which is where they can they can really zero down on microscopic organisms in flight and take pictures. You know, which you know kind of look like a you know some type of paranormal you know kind of glowing swamp gas or whatever. And then they have you know light in flight photography. Uh, and, and so, in the last two Disney movies that they've done, they, um, the Indiana Jones and uh, in the new uh, Haunted Mansion, what's interesting is the main character in the Haunted Mansion, and this is, this is a spoiler alert, but I recommend everybody watch it anyway, uh, is an astrophysicist that designs this camera that can take pictures of dark matter, and, you know, it traps images of, you know, these, these light-bearing ghosts, essentially, in this camera. Uh, now, what's interesting if you, is if you go back to the history of a lot of the photography with, like, the Phantasmagory uh, you know, uh, photography of, you know, uh-huh. or people's perception of near-death experiences with, you know, tunnel vision and a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh-huh. 
you can kind of look at it like the LSD acid Kool-Aid test is like an anesthetic, and then we're being put under the microscope and examined, uh, essentially, to where, you know, faith has substance. But what they want us to do is deny that faith by giving substance to anything yeah, it's, it is it is certainly a, a spiritual attack. I'm sorry, I'd love to let you go on, but I, I got to uh, get to other callers. All these calls, it's it's a problem. They're so good, and I want to let them talk, but then I got to I got to let other people uh, give a chance. We've given a lot of um, a lot of little strings for people to pull there, Wayne. So hopefully they can do their own research, or, or you can call in. We have more time. I, I do appreciate that call, and uh, definitely your connections between the intelligence agency and the counterculture movement is very important to understand. Let's go quickly to Keith in Florida. We have a minute left. Keith, the uh, floor is yours. Old world, old world Florida is your topic. Go ahead. Hey, Harrison. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, drop a plug on a channel called Old World Florida. This guy, uh, Dr. Narco Longo, he's in South Florida, and he has a lot of really cool information, documentaries and everything. It goes across the board. But basically, the concept is that Florida is a lot, lot older than we think. I mean, people really only started moving here in droves in the early 1900s. Um, So there's a lot to discover, a lot of... History has been hidden. You know, uh, Spain, Spain, thought, yeah, Spain thought Florida yeah. was the yeah. uh, location of the Fountain of Youth, and that's why they originally landed in Florida, searching for the Fountain of Youth. I'm interested in that. So Old World old world Florida. We'll look that up. Thanks for the call. We'll be right back. Remember to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything we do here. Stay with us. For everything the globalists hit us with, God through Mother Nature has given us the answer. I don't have to sell you on CBD oil, full spectrum of CBD oil, the incredible things it does for your nerves, your brain, uh, your entire physiological system, for your nervous system particularly. Everybody knows it's incredible, it works. We have the strongest, best CBD oil you're going to find anywhere at the lowest price. Yes, you can find this same CBD oil for 30% more because that's who we're getting it from, made right here in Central Texas. Our private label name is Rebel Zen. Rebel Zen is a private label of one of the top three or four CBD makers in the country. It's based right here in Texas, and we're giving it to you at 30% off. And here's what's even crazier. 30% off of what they're selling it for. They're selling theirs for 30% off what their competitors are. So this is the highest rated, already at the lowest price, now even a lower price. Rebel Zen. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com now. 